0: Welcome back to the punt return podcast. We are getting started into our series of season previews. We touched on the AFC East in the last episode. We're going to look at the AFC West tonight and to kick off the AFC West, we look at the Kansas city chiefs. And I guess the big question with the chiefs is can Patrick Mahomes get back to MVP Mahomes and how much of an impact is the loss of Tyreek Hill and his big playability going to impact on the chiefs offense, Ryan, welcome back to the show. What do you make of the Chiefs this season?
1: Thanks, Nick. Yeah, it's um, inevitable that you always kind of have to pick the Chiefs as the um, dominant team in the AFC West, but their um, streak of six years in a row winning that division looks under threat this year. It's, it's an absolutely stacked AFC West, as, um, you know, <clears throat> has been touched on in depth by everyone in the offseason, how strong all these teams are. There's, there's a realistic chance that all four teams could come away with a winning record, and... Um, which is quite unfathomable, uh, especially with the level that um, these teams will play at as well. So the Chiefs have to be going as favourites. They're again, um, you know, they're the the modern day Patriots in a way where you've got the superstar coach, the superstar MVP on the field and then everything else falls around it. But um, obviously Tyreek Hill's loss hurts. They've kind of tried to fill the gaps with some, some decent wide receivers. I mean, Juju Smith Schuster was looked like he could be an absolute uh, superstar early days, and kind of petered off under uh, a, an ailing Ben Roethlisberger. Let's call it. Mm. But he certainly has all the big play. Um, you know, I, ailing uh, ailing is kind.
0: Yeah, I think I ailing was kind.
1: Of elderly
0: potentially better. Elderly, Eld, elderly <laughs> is potentially a better a better word. Yep. Yeah, ailing is kind.
1: Uh, Juju is. Um, He's, I think he's due for a bounce back season. Obviously, he's like I said, he's got those those big playmaking um abilities. And and obviously with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball, it's gonna just be like a new lease in life for him. We've also got Marquez Valdez Scantling um coming across from Green Bay. So another little weapon there for for Patrick Mahomes. And uh they they still look solid enough across the board. Obviously, they've got the best tight end in the game by a long way in, in Travis Kelsey. Um who could lead the league in receptions this year. Like it's, it's actually not uh, out of the realms of possibility that tight end could lead, lead the league in receptions. And we might get into that in a later episode for our season predictions, but yeah, Travis Kelsey is obviously still a stud and they're going to have uh, six really, really tough games mm. against their division rivals. And that's going to see how much that takes out of them because each and all of those six games will be, will be hard fought all the way to the end. And, um, it hasn't been it hasn't been a case so much for the for the Chiefs over the last few years. Obviously, they started really slowly last year and, and finally clicked into gear after about week six or seven and got the got the um, mojo back and, and started rolling. And um, you know, saw them go all the way to the AFC Championship game again, where they were stunned by the Bengals last year. So. Yeah, it's it's hard to write them off. We we might get into it a bit later, but I actually haven't got them winning this division this year uh, and I think they could decline slow, slightly and that's all that's probably all it's going to need to be in in this kind of such a, you know, stacked division as I mentioned. The defense is the big question for me, mate. What do you think?
0: Very very interesting just randomly you you missed a really good opportunity for a a dad joke pun there with uh smith schuster he's he's clearly juju for a big season he's juju for a bounce back year. <laughs> you know it, it actually
1: came through came um into my mind when i was thinking he's ju 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 but anyway <laughs> i let that slide but i knew you wouldn't let it miss mate no i no, can't
0: can't uh can't miss a good dad joke but look i, I think you're right i think that the loss of Tyree Hill is going to be interesting. And, and I think what they've done is potentially a smart move is that they haven't looked to replace him like for like they haven't gone for that big play, um, you know, deep threat replacement. We know that uh, Valdez Scantling can do that kind of deep threat uh, route run, etc., and and hit the big catch. But Juju is really that big body. He can play anywhere ac- across the, the line yeah, he can he can go out wide. He can be that uh, slot receiver. He's, he's just got that big body that's ready to to crash and bash and just catch. And I, I think he's he's a, a really good uh, complement to Travis Kelsey, actually, because both of them kind of do the, the same sort of thing. And, and Valdez Scantling, I mean, we, we've seen flashes over a couple of years with uh, with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and you know he he, he gets another elite, you know, absolutely elite quarterback to, to play with. Uh, in the Chiefs and Mahomes, and it's going to be a really interesting uh, fit to see how they how they line up on offense uh, with those two new guys and, and without Tyreek Hill and, and his speed. But I think you're right that the defense is the big question mark, and, and we know that on their day that that defense can be really scary. Like they're a good they're a good defense on their day, but they're just. Inconsistent at best, I'd probably say. And if they can put that together, then they're going to be a big threat again. But I think you're right. I, I don't have them winning the division either. But I still think they're they're good enough for a, a playoff spot. Um, you know, they're going to be hard to beat week in, week out. But like you said, and, and we touched on in the last episode, the AFC as a whole is is stacked, but the AFC West is potentially the best division in the history of football, if, if all things go to plan for, for each of these four franchises, Absolutely. you know, it, it could be some unbelievable football. And, and you said, you know, the, the, the chiefs with their six, six matchups against the chargers, Broncos and Raiders are going to be must watch viewing uh, across the season. And look, I, I can't wait to watch this, this division, see how it plays out. Like you said, they could all all end the season with a uh, a positive win loss record. And that would be, that would be quite something, but uh, really interested to see how this uh, division plays out. Speaking of one of those uh, opponents of the Chiefs, and that's the Los Angeles Chargers, and oh, they look scary, scary good. They've got a potentially elite QB in Justin Herbert, who I think is ready to take that take that next step into MVP calculations. Uh, they brought in Khalil Mack and Sebastian Joseph Day with Joey Bosa on defense, and that's scary, scary good when you combine that with. Brandon Staley's aggressive offense and, and play calling on offense, which is super fun to watch and potentially my favorite team in, in the AFC to watch in general, uh, if not, if not the NFL, to be honest. That they're, they're super exciting to watch on both sides of the ball. And I've got them winning this this division. How about you?
1: Mate, it's it's funny how great minds think alike because that's exactly my thoughts. And and I thought I was going out in a limb, obviously saying the Chiefs not to win it. Um, they're obviously still going to be around the bar- around the mark. But, yeah, the Chargers are my tip as well for the AFC West. And um, I know some people are actually putting them fourth, and that just shows you how competitive this division is. But I, I can't see the Chargers feeling- finishing anything worse than second. I think they're yep. absolutely primed and ready to go this season. They have to make playoffs. If they don't, Bra- Brandon Staley probably won't find himself there next year, especially after what happened last year in the meltdown game with um, – the Raiders who um, you know, took that playoff spot and the Chargers missed out. But like you said, they're absolutely primed to have a massive year with Justin Herbert, obviously Keenan Allen um, and Mike Williams at the, at the wide receiving um, core. we have got Austin Eckler, who's an absolute stud. And, and like you mentioned, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack as well has come across as a pass rusher now for the Chargers. So that defense been defense has been strengthened as well. And, uh, yeah, their offensive line is is great with Rashawn Slater, of course, um, last year's first round pick, and and Corey Lindsley. So they've got a massive amount of talent on this team, and they're too good not to to be a playoff team. So as long as Brandon Staley controls that aggression at some time, at some point, <laughs> and 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 does the you know the percentage play every now and then, I think they're going to be hard to stop, and they usually match up really well against the Chiefs, which I think helps their cause for a, for a potential division. Um, you know, division title as well. So they always tend to play well against their their division foes. Actually, they they probably struggled more against the other two than, than the Chiefs. But, uh yeah, I, I think they're primed to have a massive year, and, and Justin Herbert has to be in the conversation for MVP as well. The, the big thing for me, and I
0: think the one question mark, is around Brandon Staley. And I, I actually think he's a really good coach. I think he's, you know, like you said, if he can tone down that aggression and be – slightly more conservative you know 10% of the time you know we're talking about those big third downs we're talking about uh timeout calls and and that sort of stuff if he can if he can be 10% more conservative especially against the good teams and he's going to come up he's going to come up against good teams and good coaches a lot this season then i think that puts them in a really good stead they've got they've got enough talent pure talent without taking play calling into the into the equation or or coaching into the equation. They've got enough pure talent on both sides of the ball that they'll just be able to beat up on weaker teams week in, week out, but it's how they how they line up and how they strategize against the good teams. It's going to determine whether they're a playoff team and a contender this season or not. And, and I think that you know, an, a, another year in to, to Brandon Staley's reign in, in Los Angeles, I think puts him in a good stead. I think he will have learned a lot from last season. And I think, you're right, Justin Herbert's ready to take that next step, and, and he's going to be a real leader in the NFL for for another decade. And you know, if you can, if Brandon Staley can put that play calling together with Justin Herbert and with that talent on both sides of the ball, then then this team is going to be really scary and, and a real threat. Come uh, come the end of the season, two teams to round out this division with huge question marks, a lot of promise, but huge question marks based on the ins. Uh, for both of these teams, let's start with the Denver Broncos and the Russell Wilson effect. Now the Broncos have had one major issue for the last three or four years, and that's quarterback play. Now, Russell Wilson is an elite quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. And you bring him into an offense with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, et cetera. And, all of a sudden they look so much more potent on offense. And then you look at the defense and we know how good their defense has been for a number of years, uh, but you, you bring in Randy Gregory and you've got Bradley Chubb, etc. Like this team, this team can do some things if they put it all together. And yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what the Russell Wilson effect on this Broncos franchise is, Ryan.
1: Oh, for sure. And, and the Broncos have gone all in with what they gave up for Russell Wilson. They obviously believe he's the next quarterback to lead them to the promised land. They haven't made playoffs since that Super Bowl victory um, when Peyton Manning sailed off into the sunset. They've had 11 quarterback starters, if you can believe that, since that day that Peyton Manning retired. So since 2016, they've had 11 different starters, which is an equal league high with the Washington Commanders. But um, Russell Wilson's obviously the best quarterback they've had since Manning by a long way and like I said they've had gone all in for the fact that they gave up um you know two first round picks two second round picks a bunch mm-hmm. of other talented players like Noah Fand of course I mean Drew Locke's not super talented but you know he was their quarterback but they, they've given up a lot to get um Russell Wilson and yeah let's see if the Broncos can ride I mean they've got a um a new head coach as as do the Raiders so well, I know we'll touch on that but um Nathaniel Hackett uh He's obviously been around Aaron Rodgers for the majority of his career. So it'll be interesting to see how he, he teams up with Russell Wilson. They've obviously got a, one of the best rushing tandems in the league as well with Javonte Williams, who had an amazing second half of the season, especially last year, and of course, Melvin Gordon. So, yeah, it's going to be a big year for the Broncos. A question mark in Cortland Sutton at the moment with his slight injury. So that could be a concern. And, and staying healthy on defense is also going to be a mm. uh, one of those things that the Broncos need to do. Bradley Chubb was obviously notoriously injured. Um, Randy Gregory, um, another big off-season off season move for the Broncos, has had his injury troubles in the past as well. So let's hope for Broncos fans they can stay healthy and we can see the best of them this year because, yeah, it's going to be, like you said um, earlier, it's going to be a must-see viewing all the AFC West matchups.
0: It's it's a really interesting one because I think you look at the Broncos over the last few years, and obviously we know what Von Miller's gone on to do with with the Rams last season, but I feel like they won that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning uh, and, and Von Miller as I guess the, the you know the bookstops, I guess, of, of that franchise. And and post that they were never really able to get their offense to a certain level to be able to support. Von Miller and, and the Broncos' defense, and I think that they they probably failed in that regard. For you know, for the, the four or five years following that Super Bowl, they failed in providing the pieces on offense uh, to support that defense. And and I think that they kind of realized with with a guy like Bradley Chubb that you have to now support your, your defense with offense. You cannot win consistently only off the back of defense. And we know how good they've been defensively, but you know if you've got a guy who's a game changer like Bradley Chubb on defense that you need to need to put the pieces together on offense to be able to support them and put some points up. And they've certainly done that now. Uh, It's a shame that they couldn't have done that earlier and, and, you know, kind of gone all in to to support that franchise after Peyton Manning. But um, look, it's, it's the right move. It's taken a couple of years too long, but it's the right move. I think for now, but it's just for them, it's such a shame that now they're coming up against, you know, Kansas City Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes and, and now the Chargers and Justin Herbert really starting to to make a run. The other challenger for the division, the Las Vegas Raiders, and, and Derek Carr finally has a number one receiver. Devonta Adams from the Packers. Uh, it's obviously got Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro as well on offense. This this is a seriously good air raid type offense now with, uh, with those guys. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how Devonta Adams can elevate Derek Carr into that next level of QBs. He's always been around about that you know, top 15 to top 10, maybe I, I you know, really struggled to, to fit him in top 10 QBs consistently, but he's got the talent and he's now got the talent around him to make it count. Clearly their, their defense needs to improve. Um, one of the other other improvements that I think that they need to focus on is that offensive line that they drafted Alex Leatherwood fairly early. He was a first round pick in last season's draft uh, and had a a really poor season. They need some improvement out of him. And and if they can get that, then, you know, an above average uh, or or a league average offensive line is really all they need is league average uh, across the offensive line and, and, you know, Carr and Adams and Waller and et cetera can get to work and, it's going to be super important that they see that improvement across the offensive line because it really does hold them back. But, you know, they're, they're going to trouble some teams this season.
1: Yeah, and it's easy to forget they were the only other team in this division to make the playoffs last season. But like you said, the, the huge question marks around this this off, uh, this off franchise, of course, has been the, the offensive line for as long as probably Derek Carr's been in the league. So like you said, he's finally got that undisputed number one wide receiver it's obviously his college teammate as well which helps there's obviously that really strong chemistry between Adams and Carr already but yeah how much Carr can be protected behind that shaky offensive line to say the least so that's going to be the huge thing obviously they looked good on defense in in patches last year with Max Crosby and breakout year for Hunter Renfro last year and he he's gonna he looks to have another big year so it's going to be as well how um, Josh McDaniels goes as an unproven coach, really. Essentially, um, he's finally out of the shadow of Bill Belichick, so it'll be interesting to see how much he brings, you know, in terms of a, a Patriots game style to the to the Raiders, who probably need that stability and a bit more, um, I suppose, structure in, in their in their coaching after they've had some some wild wild guys at the helm in the last uh, little while. They probably um, need that
0: across across the board in the the franchise in the, in the organization. I mean, it's a super. Yeah instable or unstable, whatever the word is, we told you we were unprepared, but uh, <laughs> unstable uh, franchise and, and organization from top to bottom. I mean, from the, the president and, and governor down to, into the front office and coaching and, and into the squad. I mean, we, we saw how many issues they had across the squad last season, but if Daniels if yeah. can bring some of that Pat's stability and, and Pat's leadership, then you know, who knows what this team could do.
1: I think they're a real chance to to again push for um, a wild card spot. And I believe I'll have to check my predictions. I think I've got them maybe sneaking into that final wild card spot, which which means I've, I rate them slightly above the Broncos. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. This, with, with you know, so like I said, so many crucial divi- um, divisional matchups between these uh, four teams, it's going to be must see viewing. And, yeah, the Raiders. I feel like they've got enough pieces there to, to make a run. And, and it, it really comes down to how much that defense can improve and, and especially that offensive line. But um, I think they'll put up points. It's just how many points they're letting in the, in the other side.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, and so that begs the question. I mean, I think we're probably both on the same page in that we, we've both got the Chargers winning the division. Uh, I think we've both got the Chiefs second in the division. I think we're, we're probably split on the, the Broncos and Raiders. I think I've got the Broncos ahead of the Raiders and it it kills me to, to think a team with Devonta Adams and Darren Waller on offense could finish last in their division, but
1: they could all finish with at least nine wins, which will obviously get them above 500. I think the Raiders actually have the lowest line um, season win total that is at about eight and a half which is bang on 500 there so um it just shows you how how strong this division is going to be but uh yeah if i had to do it top to bottom i think i've just got the charges for a little bit of a roughie ahead of the chiefs and then yeah it's it's tough to split the other two but i think i've gone the raiders just over the broncos but uh yeah it's going to be a it's going to be a uh, unbelievable division and, and really can't wait to see some of the matchups
0: yeah, I've got I've got the Broncos just ahead of the Raiders, uh, in sec, in third and fourth. I just think that the Raiders are uh, better on offense uh, by a little bit. Like it, it's it's noticeable the the difference in in the offense and the talent on offense there. But I think the Broncos are so far ahead defensively that I think that probably gets them over the line for me. And whether either of them can can sneak in for for that wild card spot or or, or whatever, and it'll be interesting to see how many AFC West teams. lining up in in playoffs but um yeah yeah it's really tough one and and it's funny because you look at the broncos or the raiders and, and they'd probably be you know top two in almost any other any other division across the league which is is pretty impressive but i think we're on the same page uh the chiefs and the chargers and then kind of splitting the broncos and raiders that is the afc west we'll be back soon with the afc north